Okay. Hi. Wait. Wait. Recording what? stopped. Okay. <laughs> that was literally just my mouse slipping in the wrong spot. No! I, oh, no. oh my god! Like everything's yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. What okay. a mess. All right. Oh, sorry. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you could pause the Zoom recording. All right. <clears throat> starting. Go, Hillary. Go now. Go. you get when you mix some basic instinct with a dash of hand that rocks the cradle? Are men named Jeremy worth risking at all? Christy, you can tell us. Should we start antagonistic journaling? We have a lot of questions, and that means it's time for another installment of the Tishy Book Club. Woohoo! The Middle-Aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. Joining me to discuss everything from um, gross bite marks to asshole children, I have the, the whole crew. From Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Ann Lundholm. Hi, Ann. Hi, Hillary. Every time I have sex with a new man, I like to <laughs> bite the headboard in the same place as all his previous conquests. Oh, it's so weird. Um, from Garden View Studios in Albany, New York, it's Bobby Pape. I can't follow that because I have to be really careful with all of my fake teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? You spent a lot. You, what That's did you spend? A lot of dental work. A Corolla to- on yeah, your... Yeah, there's a Toyota Corolla's where the teeth in my mouth. I'm not biting anyone's headboard. Uh, from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith Van Harn. Hi, Meredith. Hi. My mom also locks me out of her room because she's afraid of me. <laughs> I would be, too. And finally, from No Name Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. Hello. Um, as usual, we'll have some small talk, mailbag, medium talk, TC recommends, and how you can get involved with the show. Um, okay, I'm going to take us into small talk. I was going to talk about my Mother's Day, which was largely uneventful, but really nice. I was very lazy. I went on a long walk. I was very lazy. I watched When Harry Met Sally. I watched <laughs> uh, You've Got Mail, I, some other stuff, but it was just oh. pretty standard stuff. You know, a little, little Nora Ebron. On a Meg Ryan journey? Yes, yes, her hair journey. Um, but really the important news of the past week is I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be Gen Z because that's just my nature. I can't help it. And I've I've discovered a new fanship that I really didn't know I had in me. Oh, no, Hillary. I've decided. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm really into Harry Styles. <laughs> oh, my God. It could have been worse. I know. It really. That new song is a banger. It's really good. Bridget and I listened to it a lot. She said, it's so short. And I was like, it's a perfect pop song. It's like two and a half minutes long. It's great. Um, I... So, so on Spotify, I went into like, this is Harry Styles. And, you know, they'll have like a mix. And I'm like, some of these songs are really good. Now, I realized I was really not into One Direction. One, I had my boy band time. Like, my boy band time was really like in sync. That was my boy band. Like, that was who I pledged allegiance to. Or I guess previously, New Kids on the Block. Also, I think that One Direction got really popular in like 2012. And I was in the midst of having babies. So I just like wasn't in the zone I feel like sometimes when you hear like boy bands when you're older, you're like, this sounds bad. Like, this sounds bad to me. And I can mm-hmm. hear like maybe if I were 
14, it would have sounded great, but it just yeah. sounded like not great to me. It's and not can- for you. No, it's 100% mm-hmm. not for me. Harry Styles, however, as a solo artist, is very much for me. <laughs> and he's doing like a five-city North American tour this fall or something. And one of the stops is Austin for five nights. And I'm like, can I get tickets? I mean, I think they're going to be really expensive. But I'm like, Dave, can I get tickets? I will go by myself. I don't care. But I, think I was going to say, are you going to take Bridget or just... <laughs> no. I think I would have to take Bridget with me. That, and it actually would be kind of fun because she hasn't been to a concert yet. So it might be kind of a cool, a cool first concert to go to. <laughs> um, anyway, that's I'm 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 striking out on my coolness, but it's OK. <laughs> well. I just the summer of 2012, you were too busy falling in love with Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, I 100 percent was. Mm-hmm. Right? That's absolutely true. God, Talking about she... a banger of a song. Oh, yeah. that's uh, it's such a good song, and she's performing at ACL. They just released the ACL lineup, which I don't attend ACL because I don't like to be outside at festivals <laughs> in October in Texas. But um, Carly Rae Jepsen is playing, and my boss Troy was like, "Call me maybe," and she, I was like, "She has other songs. She's she and <laughs> Call Me Maybe is still a great song, but she has other songs too." He was like, "Okay." Anyway, I'm cool. You um, are. I am mm-hmm. so cool. <laughs> you sure um, are, honey. <laughs> pat me on the head. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I'm round and 44. I'm very cool. Um, okay, who has COVID strikes? Who did COVID strike? That's me. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. COVID struck our house. Um, I happened to be at a friend's house helping her, and Jeremy called me and said, Elliot, has covid sent me a picture of the positive test and said <laughs> she's not pregnant she has th- covid yeah <laughs> and then he's like you live there now <laughs> so i came and got more closed and i stayed there until yesterday so that was basically a full week how did you do the clothes handoff like did you go in in a gas mask or did they throw them out the window at you um so everyone we all wore masks but uh yeah so then elliot was got really really sick so um she was in her room um actually jeremy made her a sick room which was like the guest room with a tv and an xbox all set up like it was heaven for a kid and um (laughs) she's like i I don't have to go to school i could like watch like all the tv i want great exactly so they were just she was just sitting in her room and i um ran into my room with the mask fan on windows open and grab stuff and then left um so, so how's that? jeremy then fine now the, neither one of us got it knock hmm. on wood it's been such touched, a- i do go ahead no as i say it's just such a crazy virus because you're like mm-hmm. how, that's the thing is it's like how do you even you would assume that you guys would get it especially mm-hmm. jeremy he's like right there yeah it was it was weird because elliot went on a girl scout camp trip and there was six girls and then they were and then two adults and they divided three girls in one cabin and the other and one whole cabin got it. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's funny because Elliot is like very strict about masks and even wore one the entire time at Girl Scout camp and yeah, two of the three are like very adamant about masks. And one of the girls mm. didn't even go back to school this year. She's doing the online school. And hasn't left her house until the Girl Scout. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, yeah, it really does. But um, I do a PCR test every day, or every other day, and then a home test every day, just because my new company's 
uh, leadership team is coming into town next week and I want to be able to like participate and I don't want to give them all <laughs> Hi, welcome to, welcome to Seattle. <laughs> I have a welcoming gift. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Jeremy is fine because he's immune to everything. Yep. I assume that just somewhere along the way yeah. he tried an ivermectin flavored energy drink at a gas station <laughs> yeah. in Montana. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, and he figured that that was the cure. Like, don't tell anyone, but yeah. he's fine. <laughs> he rarely gets sick, but when he does, oh, everyone needs to just, ugh. It's terrible. <laughs> back away. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope Elliot is on the mend. Went back to school today. Oh, good. So that's good. Good, good. good. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, um, I'm like, please go, <laughs> please go to school tomorrow. <laughs> Um, okay, who put Los Angeles on here? Just Los Angeles. That was me. Okay. So I probably mentioned from my last trip that it was the first of two trips I need to take for work. And because things have been so chaotic at work lately and in life lately, I still have not booked my flights for Los oh. Angeles in like two and a half weeks. So I need to do that tonight. Um, so I'm mentioning it for a couple of reasons. One is I'm going to be in Los Angeles for like 48 hours. Uh, it's a huge week at work. We have a giant American music festival that week. And so I'm flying out on like Tuesday-ish, the 31st. Uh, and then, or uh, rather Tuesday the 30th, I think, or something like that. And then I'm going to come back Thursday overnight into Friday because I have to be back in Albany on Friday. Oh, Bobby, that's you, you brutal. You do realize you're in your mm. mid-30s now, right? <laughs> I know. shit. <laughs> I looked at my boss today and I said, you know, I have to fly back first class, right? Because I have to be able to sleep and I just can't, I can't yeah. keep doing this to myself. And she was like, we're not paying for that. And I said, no, I know. I'm going to see if I would have Delta points left. Like you cover my airfare and I'll figure out the upgrade. But like, I just can't, like, I just can't, I can't, I can't sit three wide in a, in a row in the back, uh, on a red eye and then be functional no. on Friday. But I also do have to go to the League of American Orchestras conference because no one else can go because, you know, it's a busy week yeah. for all of us. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the one person going from our, our entire staff. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to be in L.A. for like 48 hours at the end of the month and the beginning of next month. And um, if there are folks out there who want to shoot me a line and uh, – can make like a 30 minute window to go to the kibitz room or something <laughs> let me know because it's probably about all i'm gonna have time for langer's actually i think closer to the hotel than the kibitz room are so you that saying might actually are also you saying downtown uh yeah i'm trying to remember it's one of the it's one it's the western bonaventure oh nice uh yeah and i'm just i'm staying at the conference hotel because i'm not even going to try to get around I'm still trying to figure out the flight out there, too, because it's like, well, I really should try to work on Tuesday before I go out. So I could go out Tuesday night. Ugh, all of brutal. the flights, all of the flights out of Albany, my only choices are leave early in the morning or leave late at night and have a half an hour layover or have a three hour layover. Somewhere. Oh, God. Both or, of those give me like agita. Right. Or drive to Ella, drive to JFK, which is two and a half hours from here, or drive to Boston, two and a half hours from here. And I can take it direct. So I think I'm going to do that. Okay. I think I'd rather be, I'd rather rely on myself getting to the big airport. Yeah. Yeah. Than yeah. to direct rely on, like, worth it. I mean, I can kill three hours in, in uh, Detroit. Like I did it last time coming back from Vegas and I got one of those minute suites rooms and slept for an hour and then 
went to my connecting flight, but it sucked. Like it was definitely shitty. Yeah. Um, but, and I haven't been to JFK in a long time, so I guess I could drive to the city. And... <laughs> Sounds like a great uh, time. Yeah. So, you know, I hate LA. <laughs> we, we talk about LA a lot on this show and, I could I could send you around to places. You like the problem is this is why I didn't take Bridget there. Is I was like when I lived there, it was great because I knew where to go and I I kind of stayed in my own little you know hood. But I don't you know she would want to drive around. And I'm like I just don't want to sit in traffic the whole time. I really don't want right. to do that. That sounds not fun. It's it's fine for a few days. Yeah. Like, but I've I've done it. So now I'm just like I'm not. And I'm no, no desire to sightsee. I'm gonna have to be in conferences all day. Yeah. Yeah. Probably going to have to network like this is a 50 50 thing where I have to go for work. And also my next employer is probably somewhere in that room yeah. someday. And so Got a glad hand. Yes. I ordered more business cards today <laughs> because I'm running out. You're keeping the business card industry like in business. My box of 1000 lasted me just about a year. Jesus oh Christ. So, well, they I got, got a I box of a- business cards 14 years ago when I started the university, <laughs> and I still have 90% of them. I know. I, I send a lot of mail, and my card goes in a lot of mail. So uh, anyway, yes, that that's everybody's heads up that I'm going to be in L.A. for a couple of days in the middle of a week. Here's what I know about L.A., Bobby, from the times that I visited there. And I, I think you'll agree that my knowledge is on par with Hillary's. <laughs> Uh, given the relative amount of times that we spent there, is that if you go to Pasadena, you can drive past the house where they filmed the numbers exteriors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cop, not cop. I mean, it's a good, you know, it's a heavy show topic. We it's love nice those brothers. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, if we time it right, maybe I can record from LA so we can get a, or I'll do an audio postcard from a yes. hotel room at the Weston Bonifacio. Please. Please. So anyway, yeah, if anyone wants to get pastrami with me um, or a drink, drop me a line. Um, well, cool. Well, Bobby, do you want to take uh, the mailbag? Ah, yeah. We'll keep going here. Uh, last week, we asked you, if you started a magazine, what would it be about? And uh, got some creative and thoughtful answers here. Starting with Alicia, who says, Gripes and Petty Grievances, with an ampersand in all capital letters. Got her title worked out. Gripes and petty grievances. Selections include letters to the HOA, <laughs> grocery <laughs> grocery bag Tetris, and screaming into the void, capital S, capital V. <clears throat> Advertisers limited to chocolate and wine. I, mean, I, I would read that. Uh, I'd subscribe. <laughs> yeah. I'm listening yeah. a little bit to The Juice with Solomon Giorgio. Ooh, I like him. Yeah, he's great. So he started a podcast that's gossip and he does he said specifically, I'm not interested in celebrity gossip. I want like the down and dirtiest everyday people's gossip. And so I love that. he'll take letters from them and he has callers on. And he has he has had it's a new podcast, so there's only a few episodes. But he's had some celebrity guests on who then, you know, um, I don't know, not give advice, but react to all the gossip. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I like it. That That's like fun. normal gossip. Yeah. They both came out at the same time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. People just want to hear other people's gossip and yep. not necessarily celebrity gossip because you can read about that anywhere. I just want to hear about people's like trip woes with their college roommates or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is a... Pregnant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is a fallout of COVID because, I mean, I guess we text gossip, but like... You don't get There's the a, water cooler the, gossip. The natu- right. Yep. Yeah. We're not chumming it up at the water cooler, exactly. <laughs> or, 
or in our office, it's actually the toaster oven for some reason. It's a place where people like to congregate. You know um, what? Sometimes toaster ovens take a really long time. So you're just yes. like waiting around yes. for it. I mean, I love a toaster oven, but sometimes you're like, okay, tick, fucking talk. Like, let's go. One of the reasons never... that when I was in the office, I absolutely would not bring for frozen meals because I don't want to linger that four minutes by the microwave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what am I going to talk to people about for that oh, long? I had a conversation yesterday with this bro who's very nice, but a bro. And he was trying to tell me about like, he was like asking me what I was eating. And I was like, it's a frozen enchilada from like Costco. I don't know. Like not exciting. And he was trying to tell me about like mushroom extract. I, I, there's a name oh for God, it, like no, Sim, no. whatever. And he was like, I think, it, I mean, this kid is maybe 24 years old. He's like, I really think it's like, it's really boosting my energy and like, sure. get, like making my mind like go into different mm-hmm. places. And I'm like, cool, that sounds great. And I'm like, please leave, please leave, please leave, please leave. <laughs> was it adaptogens? Yeah. And then there's yeah. some other, yeah, adaptogens and there's, I'll think of it, but he was I don't like, want to hear pour- it ever again anymore. It was like pouring it into hot water, and I was like, that looks like barf, but okay. Oh, great. it's that fake coffee? No, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the mushroom coffee. Yes. yes. Yep. No. Mm, yeah. Do you even coffee. shroom, bro? <laughs> yeah. I miss um, listening to gossip on the bus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Lane says activities you can do slash places you can go with your dog. I adopted an adult pandemic pup with clear trauma in his past Aww. who also had to go through heartworm treatment and ACL surgery under our care. Aww. So we are particularly bonded and have been together 24 slash seven. He's yes. such a cute puppy too. He is. I like yep. a Dalmatian, yes. even though there were people down the street from me when I was five who had a Dalmatian who tried to bite me every time I got near it. Well, I think some of them can be a little, like, the super inbred ones, I think, can be a little yeah. aggressive, but... You could say that about uh, people, too. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Prince William, I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, go to the Facebook uh, group, by the way, and, and find the thread for the picture. And and also, uh, per- there was, this was a high-yield week for uh, back-and-forth and follow-ups yes. on some of these posts. Yes. Uh, Carolyn writes, I already did this two and a half times. Lunar Notes, an anime fandom zine as a tie-in with Moonlight Ramblers Anime Club, and Secret Scroll Digest, which is a great name, was a magazine about the indie-slash-underground movies and the people that made them. The Half was a one-off publication edited as a senior in high school as a protest to our literary journal that year. Our administration reviewed all of the submissions and had all of the students who wrote stories, including Suicide or Death, uh, have a counseling session and wouldn't let us publish any of that material. So my then boyfriend and I collected all that material, rounded it out with some interviews and ranty editorials, printed a few dozen copies at Kinko's. Not only did we not face any punishment, last I heard it was still on file in the school library. Wow. Get That's so cool. self, Carolyn. I, yes. I miss it to the man. That's the thing that needs to come back. Um, We're going to start a Tishi zine. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool, though, because, like, I was such a... I was so scared of authority that I would have, like, never done that when I was... And I'm not a good writer, but also that, like, I would didn't want to get in trouble. But I think that's so cool. And, like, a good... It's not like, we want to smoke at the school. Like, it's actually, like, useful information that mm-hmm. you were getting around. I think that's very cool. Yeah, but our zine is mostly going to be about wanting to smoke at school. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, because we're grown-ass adults and shouldn't be right. anywhere near a school. For... Yeah. <laughs> but we still want to smoke there. 
Uh, Anne writes, Bish, I married someone I met because he mail-ordered my zine. <laughs> oh, I love you, Anne. Yeah. The perfect Gen Xer. Yep. Oh, yes. And the picture. Yeah. Uh, which, from that angle, could easily just be a picture taken by my boss while she's fumbling with her phone. <laughs> exactly the same shot. <laughs> the, the black tights and the docks. Uh, Jonathan writes about Livingston, uh, Hillary Livingston Butler's birthday. <laughs> I mean, listen, I would take it happily. Would it Jonathan. be monthly or weekly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the countdown. Uh, JK, probably about people with disabilities and what their day to day life is like. It's very hard to be disabled. My days are exhausting and unpredictable. I wish there were more outlets for us to share our experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. A few ramps aren't going to do it for no, people no. with disabilities. No. That's uh, almost as good as your first answer, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> Megan says, uh, a magazine expansion of the Maintenance Phase podcast yes. and other medical yes. debunking slash methodology takedowns. Mm-hmm. Ads are only for convenience items to make your life more comfortable. Um, Meredith, I... that's kind of like what you were talking yes. about a little bit. Like, just, I would love that. Yeah. No, it's really right. cool. And with maintenance I... phase, I the way that I treat podcasts that I really, really like is one of two ways. Like, either I have to listen to it the second it drops, or I hoard it because Same. I don't want to not yep. have it to listen to. Yep. And that's how I am with maintenance phase because it's so good. It's so good. It is. I'm so the good. same way. I, I think I have like five episodes to listen to right now. I'm excited. Yeah. I know. It's really fun. Jeff writes a leftist roundup of media in the, pub- in the public consciousness. The idea of folks in their grocery aisle seeing headlines like president and liberal media continue to live. COVID still in pandemic phase and other such challenges to the dominant narrative would be great. The corporate dominance over our media is near total at this point and should be challenged in all venues, which is right on brand for Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. Keep up the good work. Fight the fight in the good fight. Yep. Yep. Uh, And Louise writes, I would love a travel magazine that featured books movies and TV shows that made you feel like you're on vacation in beautiful or historic places. I was going to say it's called location, but apparently there's already a location magazine about the film production industry, Whatever. which also sounds fascinating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe mine would be called atmosphere. No, that's a peer reviewed journal about the literal earth's atmosphere. <laughs> um, naming a magazine is really, really hard. When I was in college, we, um, a couple of friends of mine and I overthrew a student magazine that had just gone to shit and we're trying to build a new magazine out of its ashes and rename it. Every name we came up with was taken every last name. And we ended up calling it thread. And I think it lasted three or four issues or something like that. Um, but we wanted to name it current, which is taken cause that's like a public radio trade magazine. Mm-hmm. And then we joked about calling it torque which we assumed was a gay porno mag. <laughs> well, well, thre- now since all the magazine... Is... Oh, God. Threads is a sewing magazine that my mom subscribes to. Oh, my mom, too. <laughs> what a wonderful overlap that would be if people bought the wrong thread. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of college rants and police blotter nonsense. Uh, Kenneth writes, interesting... Uh, excuse me, investing, betting on sports, home ownership, and traveling a lot while saving money. Parenthetically, Southwest and Airbnb. 
best ways to spend money to make money and you happy. It's probably not sustainable, but I have made way more money betting on parlays on sports than I have investing in the last year. And he posted a screenshot I of the receipts. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I know. He's hit some seven-team parlays Jeez. for some serious money. Yeah, he's made some bank. I'm like, damn, Kenneth, show me your ways. Kenneth, do you want to come on the show and give your lock of the week? Just <laughs> I one week? I know. <laughs> I, I struggle awesome. to figure out how we're going to... I organized this magazine on investing, sports betting, home ownership, and traveling. <laughs> Though, like Ken, I, I think <laughs> I think we're going to need some help as to you know how to make a cohesive whole out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's we'll just, just called... called Ken. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna, it, it's point. just called Dude. But yeah, Ken. <laughs> yeah, that Dude. works. <laughs> Amanda writes, I would have articles on crafts, gardening, drinks, snacks, pets, travel, and self care. Yes, 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 and yes. I yes, saw her so gardening pictures, and I have no zero desire to garden, but I like a pretty garden. So I'm always like, it looks so pretty. I should get into that. And then I'm like, mm, I'm not going to. It's way more work than you'd think. I know. I'm yep. trying to have a pretty garden, and I'm like, I just have a mess of a garden, and that's a lot of work. Yeah. I, I just, my back gets so sore I know. anymore, guys. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> the idea of kneeling in the dirt for a couple of hours. <laughs> oh. I know. I know. And some people just derive joy out of it, and I want the end product but i whatever what do you say like it's not it is like it's not the journey for me i'm not interested in the journey part of right. it no i just want it's to have a nap. nice looking yard yeah <laughs> exactly all right so that was our question of the week answers but we did also get a voicemail from our good friend tedded <laughs> uh which uh let's go ahead and take a listen to right now hey kids it's ted from chicago Boy, uh, so Houston was great. We uh, we hit three trips to Slotsky's and one trip to Fuddruckers, so a success on that front. Um, boy, and the Johnson Space Center Museum is freaking awesome. They have really improved that over the years. Really worth going if you get a chance. A Saturn V shuttle transport aircraft, a shuttle, not one of these shuttles, but still awesomely cool. Um, definitely worth visiting. Um, boy, magazines highlights of course my daughter had one of her pictures published in highlights that was great i remember when i was a kid i mean goofus and gallant was definitely the the best part of that magazine but something that surprised me is that no mention of entertainment weekly which has just recently ceased publication um i thought hillary for sure was a you know a, a subscriber forever but maybe not um but i don't know what doctors and dentist offices around the country are going to do now for content to put in their waiting rooms i mean Entertainment Weekly was a, uh, you know, just a standby in the medical field, I, I found. Um, boy, so I had, at my peak, um, 28 magazines, because, of course, I had to list them, you know, kind of keep track of expiration dates and all that. Um, crazy. I can't remember them all. A lot of history ones, because, you know, at the time, if it wasn't in the news or nobody wrote a book about it, You just didn't know about it. Um, So that was tough. I mean, um, you know, you just, you just couldn't, uh, you just, information wasn't there. I mean, no internet. I mean, so magazines helped fill some of that gap. So I did a lot of history magazines, Um, air and space, the air and space museum has a magazine still does actually. Um, And that had a lot of great stories on stuff I was interested in and lots of, you know, other historical type magazines and, you know, uh, 
So, God, I had a ton. Whew, I don't even remember them all, but there you go. My my last one, though, was Air and Space, which I finally gave up because pretty much all the content's online now. So I got I am down to zero magazines. Um, I'm not even sure how many of them are even printed anymore. Um, and it's like these days, if you want to deep dive on a topic, the Internet is there and YouTube is there. So, you know, I don't really feel the loss very much, I guess. Um, I, I loved that. Um, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I mean, there was like a whole series of National Geographic books on various topics. I still remember the Viking one. There's a great, you know, two page spread picture of a Viking about to sink an axe into a monk's back. That was really cool. The whole history of the Vikings. There was a great one on the presidents, all the president presidents up through Johnson. Yeah. It would have been Johnson. I think maybe Kennedy. So I learned a lot there. Revolutionary War, Civil War, always great topics to, to read about. Um, anyways. Um, oh, um, Science-Based Medicine. That's a great, that is a great blog. They got a lot of great stories. I read it regularly too. Um, also, uh, Steve Novella does the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe podcast, which is fun to listen to. Uh, Kara Santa Maria is on that one. She's on the SGU, and she also has her own podcast, Talk Nerdy. She does a lot of great interviews, of a lot of female scientists, which is really cool to listen to. And um, another great podcast you might not run to is I just popped up, and I just listened to the first, I'm in the middle of the second season, A Lost Women of Science. And there's some great stories there that go on to real deep dives on uh, women you just really didn't hear about in science. Um, so that one's definitely worth the uh, Death of her checking out. Anyways, um, you guys do great shows. I'm so glad I get to listen to you guys every uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, thank you again for taking the time. Had a great one. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. It's a lot of magazines, Ted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would like to address the absence of Entertainment Weekly. Thank you. Podcast. I was hoping you would. Because if I had been on the show, if I had been on the show, uh, that no, it definitely would have come up because Entertainment Weekly was the last magazine I subscribed to until last month well, when they wow. sent me a renewal notice card and said, by the way, we are ceasing print publication. So your subscription would be rolled over to people. And I said, Hell no. Mm. This is not a people it's household. Not the same thing. I yeah. do not no, care what not Kate Gosselin is up to. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Nothing wrong with people, but it's just, it's not my bag. Yeah. Really. You don't want a retrospective mm. on JFK. I really, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Another Princess Diana article oh, is God, no. not anything I'm looking for. So I canceled it. And I had had that Entertainment Weekly subscription. I think I bought it from Matt when he was in middle school, when he was oh. doing like a fundraising thing. So I've had it for like 20, 25 years. Damn. But how long have you had that wrapping paper you bought from him? <laughs> uh, you say that, but I have an entire carton of Sally Foster wrapping paper that I bought from my friend <laughs> Jamie's kids in 2004. <laughs> It is the nicest wrapping paper, and I bought so much. Um, I I did mention Entertainment Weekly as like my impetus yes, for I, mm-hmm. but it was it it is a magazine that I would have I read but did, never subscribed to because of the aforementioned cost of a 
weekly, I guess, was like yep. overwhelming to me. But I would always read it whenever I got my hands on it. It was a good magazine. It, it was, was good, good about m- movies and yes. arts and cultures mm-hmm. without the gossipy yeah. aspect yep. of it. Yep. And they had good uh, reviewers on there, like yep. their their movie mm-hmm. reviewers. Lisa, uh, what is her last name? Um, Lisa Schwartzbaum? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I always Lieberman liked her. Yes. I always liked them. Yep. Yeah. And I loved the bullseye. That was my yes. favorite. Mm-hmm. Yes. Flip to that. I, I loved it because we got it free uh, because I worked <laughs> for that company. And so I was so excited. I'd get off the elevator and there'd be people and entertainment weekly. I'm like, yes, I do. We'll take that. <laughs> and that, yes. that's a way to not have to talk to people, too. If you're just reading a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm reading. I'm sorry. I'm really busy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very busy. Um, my brain just jumped around a couple of things. I had the thought of uh, Anne hates people. <laughs> followed by down with people <laughs> which reminded me that at the last conference i was at i met the ceo of up with people oh. which is still a thing which reminds wow. me that listener renee was in up with people oh right yes i lived to circle. tell about it <laughs> um well before we leave ted's vm i just wanted to say congratulations excuse me it's tedded to the um we've reached this phase of our relationship with ted where we're making stupid jokes about his name uh i i salute your three trips to schlotsky's ted i'm oh, so glad yeah. you could absolutely get those in. God, they're so good i know God, what I a fan of a... schlotsky's you are <sighs> regular original hell yeah nothing sounds better than a schlotsky's hattie right now <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> and that'll do it for small <laughs> in the mailbag. We were lost in a sandwich reverie for a minute. Yes. <laughs> I, I guess the only logical thing left is to then take it to the book club. Let's yeah. convene another yes. edition session. And I'm pouring, yes. pouring my Chardonnay yes. over here. Oh, boy, you're going to need a lot of it. <laughs> um, when we get Did into- you pass the crudite? Oh, um, yeah, but sorry, I ate all the snap peas already. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Just can't There's still away. some fat free ranch on there with the, uh, <laughs> oh, with the broccoli florets, right? Gross. It's a party in my mouth. <laughs> uh, so, for this week's uh, months, six months, uh, Tishi Book Club, we have chosen to read. Verity, a novel by Colleen Hoover. Christy, would you like to tell us what brought you to recommend this to us? Oh, I feel so bad. Um, sorry. Don't. I'm no. so glad we read it. No, don't. So I, I don't even remember when was it a couple weeks ago. I had just started listening to it and I was like listening to it. And then we had the call. I think I, uh, three people recommended it to me. They had all read it in their book clubs these are people who have recommended books before that were really good. So I'm like, oh, okay. I had started listening to it and it was just to when she's going into the city and sees the bike accident. I'm like, oh, this kind of has a good buildup. Then we have our meeting and someone mentioned book club. Maybe it was me. And I said, hey, I'm listening to this book. It might be good. And then I think maybe an hour later I said, uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> That's funny because he said, oh, hey, here's one we could read. And we're like, okay. And yeah. then for some reason you had to go before the end of yeah, the was call. It, yeah. Yeah, and was the rest Elliot's of us, therapy. yeah, so yeah. yeah, you dropped off the call and the rest of us were like, all okay. So we all bought it. the book immediately. <laughs> and I didn't know that. And then I came back. I'm like, you guys, uh, maybe we don't have to read this. And you're like, and we were like, too late. I already have it. 
Um, so Colleen Hoover, I, I didn't do any research on her, but she, it seems like she's popular. This, yes. I believe, was on the New York Times bestseller list. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, I think um, so. And she's had other titles on there. So she has a good reputation. She's really popular. Um, and that's about all. I knew when I started reading this, uh, she seems to have been more of a straight romance writer before, but this is definitely sort of intended to be a suspense with a little bit of romance. I I, I don't know. I mean, romance. Fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So let me synopsize this as best I can, and then we can move into the discussion. Our, our, uh, our protagonist, Lowen Ashley, which is a hilarious author name. It's, it's such, such a, a dumb name. name. <laughs> First of all, the, Lo- the comma disappeared somewhere on that, and the names got flipped. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Lowen is German for lion, so I don't know if she's doing anything there. I don't think so. Uh, but then when you add Ashley, which is a fine first name. Um, but Ashley with the L E I G H, then we're just getting into porn star (laughs) frankly. So she is a struggling writer who has just uh, lost her mother to cancer. And all she got from her mom was a mountain of debt. And she accepts a writing assignment to complete a book series by a very famous suspense author, Verity Crawford, who has been in a car accident and is now in a persistive uh, vegetative state, I guess. So she's going to, I mean, the publishers don't want to let that cash cow go to waste. So she's going to finish out the series. And uh, in order to understand the books and the characters and how to finish this cycle up. I mean, I figured this is what they're going to have to do when George R.R. R. Martin dies, right? I was mm-hmm. just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. They're finally going to have to hire someone to finish Game of Thrones. It's but... B.C. Andrews. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they have people on deck for this already. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, the publishers have been having some discreet conversations yes. behind mm-hmm. George's Probably. back. Um, so anyway, in order to get to know Verity and the books, she goes out to their rambling spooky country <laughs> estate to search through her papers and her i don't know tornado of an office and spend some time with her hunky perfect husband jeremy christy is gonna have to speak on this for sure <laughs> and his adorable question mark son crew crew <laughs> Who loves knives. <laughs> <laughs> and and not a lot else, apparently. Uh, the, turtles. He loves turtles. The mm-hmm. fly in the ointment is the, they ref, she refers to them as, oh shit, I forgot what the term Chronics. was. Chronics. Yes, Chronics. Chronics. Yes. Like these are the people that just seem to have tragedy following them around. So uh, previous to Verity's car accident, their daughter Harper, eight-year-old daughter, drowned in a canoe accident and six months prior to that their other eight-year-old daughter uh chastin okay Um, terrible name (laughs) died in a peanut allergy accident so poor hunky perfect warm intelligent sexy jeremy has gone through tragedy after tragedy and now he is stuck with this wife 
who's a vegetable, sorry, that's very insensitive of me to put it that way, who he is technically still married to, who he is caring for in the house. And so um, Lowen stays there for a few weeks to get her head around all this, and things start to happen, guys. I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, and do I do I spoil it? I, I mean, mean, we can't we can't talk about this without spoiling it. No, no. she becomes yeah. convinced that Verity is in fact faking being in a vegetative state and is proven right. Yes, and finds a journal that Verity has been keeping, like the first draft of an autobiography, where she confesses to essentially being a, a psychopath and not like <laughs> yeah. the. T- term that we like throw around casually like a diagnosable psychopath who uh hated her children because they took jeremy's attention away from her and tried several times to abort them uh and then kill them as infants and then she killed the one in the canoe accident on purpose because she only liked one of them yeah well she didn't like either of them first and then she loved the one and hated the other and um, she kind of sounds like the pits. And then she, uh, uh, everything is revealed that she's faking it. She's a bad person. And then Jeremy and, and Lowen murder her mm-hmm. and are madly in love and have a child and get married and move in and live happily ever after. Never talking about his murdered psychopath wife ever again. The end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I get, um, go ahead, Hillary. I don't know how. Where, how do we bite this particular elephant? Where do we go from here. I don't well, know. I would one headboard at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, it was one of those books where I um, once it started rolling and it was in the book within a book portion of it. I was like, mm-hmm. this is horrifying, but I'm. I'm listening. Like I'm listening yeah. to this and I'm like, I wasn't I, bored. No, I was not bored. No. In the very beginning, I was kind of bored. I was like, okay, this girl just seems sort of pathetic and whatever. I like don't, I'm not invested in her at all. But then when it started that, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. And then when it really got started, I um, am not that squeamish about stuff, but there were, I mean, and I, I listened to the audiobook. There were a couple of times that I had to like, do a quick little 30 second bump on this because I was the like sex, I, the sex stuff or the murder stuff the murder stuff when she murder. was talking about sticking her fingers down yeah down Harper's baby. throat I was yeah. like I gotta fast forward <sighs> this because I yep. like it was upsetting yeah. it was upsetting and there were things that they described in this that were so visceral in a very like matter of fact way I mean the way she reads it is like and then I did this and then I did this mm-hmm. um it is it was disturbing on so many levels but then by the end you know we'll get to this but it's like was this just a um you know writer's workshop basically or was it I don't know it was just I I was telling Dave I was like this book is so fucked up and like it yeah. is not and I was like it's like there are sexy parts I guess like there are parts where they sort of describe the sex and right. of course it was like right when I got in the shower and I put it on like my JBL flip like thing and I'm like no like, it's, like it's when it was when um Lowen and Jeremy were like having sex for the first time and I was like 
I don't, not now. Like this is not when I really want it to be out and about. <laughs> but it was I mean, so. <sighs> it was so like, and it, like I said, it was kind of like basic instinct or like hand that rocks a cradle that there's this underlying violence that it makes it so not sexy to me that it was, I was not like, sexy at right. all no, no it was not a horny corner book no. for me no. as no. far as i'm concerned same in that it was extremely explicit about yes. the sex but yes. also yeah. weirdly vague yeah. yeah 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 yes yeah there would be things about like and, um, you know, and then we fucked. Kind right. Of. <laughs> right. Yes. And it was very explicit about. Don't clip oh. that, Bobby. No, it was really explicit about like oral sex. Actually, there was a mm-hmm. part that made me laugh. So was, much. <laughs> but, um, much. but, but it was like too much. Uh, the part I, I can't, I have to bring this up and I'm really really sorry in advance but the when she describes the first time she goes down on on him or this is Verity yeah um mm-hmm. this is in the story within the story and she's describing the first time she goes down on her soon-to-be husband I think and she throws up oh yes I forgot. oh when she, she swallows she swallows <laughs> for the first time in her life and then she goes to the bathroom and throws up Okay, calm down. <laughs> I don't know, Meredith. Why do you think that's not sexy? I mean, yeah, good point. <laughs> it's like, it's just... What? It, it was just so crazy. There was only really one part that actually made me laugh out loud was when... I mean, not like for a long time, but I went, ha-ha. When... Um, Wait, at, I'm sorry. What was that? You ha-ha. 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 <laughs> at, the, at the end, when Loan is reading this letter or that Verity writes to Jeremy saying like... The no, Shyamalan letter? Yes. Like, this was not real. I didn't do all of this. It was just... And I still love you. It just... This was, a, you know, writing exercise. It was a and therapy she, exercise. Yes. Yeah. And when she said... Come on, Jeremy. Do you think any woman cares about sex that much? And I was like, that is actually... Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was so, it was just so fucking dark and these people are just bad people. And the, I thought the interesting thing was, was like, not, it wasn't interesting. It was just like, okay, Lowen starts off and she's sort of this, seems like this sort of meek, somewhat jaded, but innocent person. And then she basically becomes Verity in the course mm-hmm. of living there. Cause she's, she's the writer. She's taking over the Verity, you know, book collection and yep. she's with her husband and she fucks his brains out and she kills somebody. I don't know. It was dark. Yeah. It was really dark, man. Mm-hmm. I like don't usually get that affected by books, but it kind of like gave me bad feelings last night when I was going to bed. I was like, I feel uneasy right now. The thing I can't get out of my head is who bites their headboard. <laughs> <laughs> there were, this was yeah. before they had kids too. So there was zero reason for being quiet. Yeah. yeah. Like multiple times, they're like she describes like several sets of teeth marks on this thing. Also, much like Bobby said, I I don't have a Corolla's worth of work on my teeth, but I'm very protective of my teeth, and I'm not biting on wood or whatever. Well, and like, if they're so rich, they could get a different headboard. Like, <laughs> come right, on. right, get something upholstered. For God's sake, yeah, <laughs> right. something so oh, I, nice. I mean, I wrote down a few questions that came to mind, discussion questions, and, and we've sort of veered yeah. in the direction of, is Verity actually evil or is she just workshopping characters for her novels? And I think, I'm pretty sure that's, you know, the end zinger in what she wants, Colleen wants you to 
I, I mean, I like I'm friends with her, so I can call her Colleen. <laughs> what she wants uh, us to walk away with. Her Instagram, I think she goes by Coho, actually. Oh, really? Oh, she I think that's that like her. Mm. Uh, but, but, you know, she wants the reader to walk away and the book clubs to have the debate. Ooh, mm-hmm. you know, is, 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 is was she... Verity really actually a good person or is this just so, another twist in her devious personality? Top still spinning? Yeah, and yeah. I was like... But I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Well, and actually mm-hmm. that ending sort of irritated me more than anything. I was like, what I kind of thought, you know, when you're reading a book like this, you're thinking, how is it going to end? Like you're sort of solving it. Is it going to be this? Is it going to be this? What avenue are they going to take? I really thought they were just, it was going to be Jeremy the whole time. Like he, he was too. just sort of the one that was like, contr- cause he was actually evil. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as oh, another question that, and poses is Jeremy perfect or do we have an unreliable narrator like Jeremy Christy? <laughs> is he perfect I mean nobody's perfect but there's no dick is that good first of all nope. Second, yeah. <laughs> Second. I mean no. yes no. Bobby what would you like to contribute <laughs> um and I just I'm like there's something sinister about him to me obviously he is sort of in, implicated towards the end but I I just thought there was going to be more dug up on him like he was actually going to be kind of the architect for this whole thing that's what I thought too yeah it, it uh, is weird in that it comes to light that he knew the f- full story of the journal he had read yeah the journal before right. Mm-hmm. right that was why Verity claimed she had been faking a vegetative state for <laughs> six months because every been, nurse is gonna fall for that yep, she's been every she's nurse been every doctor on herself uh not she's been gazing, acknowledging her child yep her yep own remaining child but she was afraid that if she was not that jeremy would try to hurt her because he knew the truth that she killed their daughter and that's why she needed to to fake this until she could escape this is such an insane I, the logic just does not <laughs> right so so then theoretically this man has known this for all this time but when Lowen finally is like look I can't take it anymore you have to know how terrible she is he goes and like reads the last chapter and it's like what <laughs> you know I'm like wait a minute wait a minute wait a all minute this, this doesn't stuff? hang together he already knows about this why is he mm-hmm. having this reaction we also know that his primary concern in the entire plot of this book and the other story uh, is mainly to inseminate. Yeah. So, yes. like, he's there are some serious power dynamic things going yeah. on with him that come on real fast. Really and also, hates to wear condoms. Like, really. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull out. And he's very concerned <laughs> that he, it, he does not want his five-year-old son who witnessed his sister's drowning uh, to go to therapy. Because he thinks yeah. it might be bad for him to go to yeah. therapy. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. I mean, Jeremy sounds like a nerd, like a nerd most of the time. I'm like, who? I don't. I want to see what he looks like. They don't really. I mean, they describe him as like being good looking and having a good body or whatever. But I, he wears sweatpants and bare feet. All the time, <laughs> I know. When she said the really only sexy. thing that we know about him. when she said sweatpants, I was like, I'm sorry, what? He wears sweatpants all the time, and, and you're like, hot. hell yeah. Well, he's a real You'll- estate bro, so Hillary. <laughs> yeah, got anybody? He's in a mind. house husband at this point. <sighs> yeah, effectively, you're- I think so. 
you're gonna get your wish because they're making it into a movie. <gasps> oh no, really? Starring? No. Do we Starring? know yet? Nothing yet. Oh, watch just... along, watch along, watch oh, along. Oh my yeah. god, we're watching this. <laughs> Absolutely doing it. <laughs> this really actually uh. felt more, and I've only seen a couple, but it felt like one of the non-comedic Tyler Perry um, <laughs> like <laughs> movies like there's one where this girl like cheats on her husband and then she like ends up getting AIDS and dying and it's sort of this like punishment morality for morality plays yes kind of stuff. I kind of felt like that I mean obviously this wasn't really morality because they just kind of go on with their they happy they all suck week. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like just all these people are so terrible and that poor little boy who's like gonna uh, you know I was like he's never going to have a normal life no Maybe he's he'll... gonna be a weirdo yeah, yeah he's gonna be a real there were some scenes I mean not to go back to it if they are real or whatever it doesn't matter there are some scenes that are that are described um where I was just like this is why abortion should be legal and anybody should be able to get it because self-abortions mm-hmm. are never a good idea no. yes guys self-abortion did occur or an attempted mm-hmm. self-abortion I guess not. And still occurs. Like, it's not. No. I mean, but that, when they were describing uh, Chaston's, was it Chaston's scar? Mm -hmm. The scar. I was like. From the coat hanger, presumably. (laughs) Yep. I was like, no, no. I laugh because it's so ludicrously terrible. (laughs) I know. That can't be really a thing. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to Google it. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, don't Google it. Yeah, she even that's... mentions in the book she didn't ever want to, she should not have Googled that. The crazy thing is, this is why Lowen kind of sucks as uh, like a, you know, protagonist. I guess she's sort of, she, I guess she's sort of the protagonist. That's the problem. There's not really a protagonist in this whole story because everybody sucks so badly, but she should have just left. Like she should have gone. Yeah. Why would she yeah. stay there? I, again, well, they use her poverty the as a, <laughs> I know. Well, the money and yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but she describes being so creeped out and so scared. Like she's afraid she's gonna sleepwalk, and she's afraid of this creepy brain dead wife. Like she's afraid of everything, and she's just like, well, I guess I better stay. She'd rather sleep in mm-hmm. her car in Brooklyn. She says. Then stay another night in this house. And then she's like, well, I guess I'll stay another night in this house. <laughs> but he put a lock on the door for me. Well, and then it's so fine now. <laughs> that was another thing that I was like, okay, clearly he's going to be bad. When he was like, how about I put mm-hmm. a right? lock on the outside, outside of the door? <laughs> I was like, this is a terrible no idea. control. <laughs> this is Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Do you mind if I bolt this giant <laughs> piece of foreshadowing to your door? <laughs> <laughs> Was anyone a little bit scared reading it? Oh, yeah. No, I totally no. was. I totally okay. was. No. I wasn't scared even a little bit. And I'm not being brave. I just really was. <laughs> I just thought it was silly. <laughs> I was Maybe it's yeah. listening to it yeah, versus because like, the reader doing, um, what's her name? Verity's voice was creepy. Really creepy. I like, listened to it and I just. Really? I, didn't, I don't you know. You didn't think her voice was kind of creepy? No. Uh, yeah. I was, <laughs> it was very like sultry where Lowen sounded yeah. like a nerd where she was like. Yeah, totally. And then yeah, I'm going to her. Um, I would say thinking about it, I think I was reading it with kind of a little uh, expression on my whole, on my face. And that's sort of <laughs> the way I read the whole thing. It's sort of like. Maybe. A, yeah. Uh, like a, not exactly a dread, but the all right. Now what's coming? Yes. Right. I had to turn it off one night because I was home alone listening to it and I got <laughs> creeped out. <laughs> so, okay. So then one of the questions that I put on there, is the book successful at building suspense and creepiness? So Christy would say for you, yes. it it did. 
Mm-hmm. So I, in in that way, I think it is a successful novel because that's clearly what Coho meant to do. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think it did. It's it's funny because by the end, once there was a, a modicum of a re- resolution, not really, but whatever that that version of it, I was like, well, that was sort of a letdown. So then, like in retrospect, I was like, well, that wasn't that creepy. But while I was listening to it, I was really creeped out by it. I was like, Ooh, yeah. Ugh. And it, I don't know, I, I think it because it was so, Meredith, like you said, it, it was just sort of silly. Yeah. On that, and, I, and I don't know, because I don't have a problem with silliness. I love reading no. fantasy. I love reading novels about yeah. like, wizards and Me too. dragons and stuff. And I can easily suspend my disbelief on that. But that's because that's sort of a, um, that's not meant to be real. Right. right? And yeah. this was theoretically grounded in reality, but then it was just so weird it was so weird too because when like there when chastin dies and then she's like why aren't we having sex like let's get on with it it's six months later and i i keep thinking like if my not to make this really dark but i remember when (laughs) newtown happened and i bridget was a baby and i remember thinking i don't know if like my child died, especially in that matter, but like, especially when they're so scared and nobody's helping them. Like, I don't think six months would be long enough for me. Like, I don't know if I would survive that. Like, I don't yeah, think that I would yeah. be able to go on. I, 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 I truly don't know how you would get on without, without like major therapy or whatever. I, I just don't think it's possible. And so that was the part that I was like, wait, what, why are they kind of just trying to like move on with the whole situation? It, yeah. It was a little bit unrealistic. A little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Well, then, okay, let me nitpick a few stylistical things. So as we've said, there's a book within a book. There's Verity's autobiographical whatever slash journal that Lowen is reading. And it sort of alternates chapters between the one and the, the other, the actual narrative of the story. And I have to say, I hate first person and present narrative yes so do i i absolutely can't stand it the only thing worse is second person present yeah. narrative. <laughs> please I, and i i think i understand why she did it because she wanted to set apart the the story the frame story and the novel within it by doing yeah. well and one i think it's first common present yeah i think it's common in like in suspense stories too because you you're like okay i don't know if they actually have died right that that's kind of how I think about it. Like they're they're telling the story right now, so we don't fully know like what the outcome is because yeah. there's t- sometimes in stories I'm like, oh, they're telling the story, so I know they. Like, that's true. It. No, that's a good point. You don't have the benefit of hindsight or omniscience or mm-hmm. any of that when you're telling it in present. I just I re- find that really clunky to read. I do this. I go there. Yeah, I yeah, say yeah. that. It I think sounds it's bad. Super weird. Mm-hmm. And icky, and I usually avoid story. I I am so picky about names, which we have already covered character <laughs> names. So that was one strike, and oh. I I hate first person present. So that was two strikes, <laughs> where I wouldn't have even read it. But you know what? There's something about a weird trashy book. Like yes. I'm not sad that I read it. No, no, yeah, no, no. no it was it. it While well, yeah, it's not going to be like oh, this is like my, my number one book that I've ever read it was 
entertaining. Like, I, yeah, like you said, Anne, I was not bored ever when I was reading this, except in the very beginning when it was very low in. And I found I was the so- beginning to be so weird. Like, I, I probably would have turned it off if it, we weren't listening to it for this, because the whole idea of just, like, people in New York are so jaded that they don't even care if somebody just, like, gets their head popped <laughs> right in front of them. Like, that's insane. Like, people are still people. That's yes, not going to yeah, That's tire not how that would truck. go. No. <laughs> I mean, that's something to talk about for a long time. Yeah, the first part of the book, when she has the meet cute question mark with Jeremy that seemed like it was leading into be a traditional romantic totally novel I thought they were gonna have sex in the Starbucks bathroom (laughs) switching shirts or whatever it is that they were doing oh that's it wasn't a Burger King (laughs) (laughs) and then she goes to the meeting with her publisher and the new mystery client and then who's the mystery client the hunky guy she swapped shirts with in the Starbucks bathroom oh my god it was charming when she broke her heel after slipping in the blood of the guy who's head just exploded And then she pops a Mentos and she's like, I got the book deal. <laughs> the fresh maker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that whole part, I was like, if I saw somebody die or whatever right in front of me, I, I think I might say, hey, can we let's reschedule? <laughs> yeah, I, I have. And he's like, what are you wearing? That's such a weird outfit. I think she maybe would be like, I just saw somebody die. And yeah, I had she to- plays it off like, oh, this isn't cool. Like, like I, why yeah. are you lying about this? Like, I and she dated my, that guy, so yes, it's not yeah. like he's a stranger. I can't tell my agent slash lover <laughs> that I just saw a man die a violent death on the way to this meeting. I have to keep it cool. <laughs> I need I the to money. Press this guy. And she's like, "Oh yeah, my mom died." And he's like, "Oh okay." And I'm like, "That's another thing. You could have that's, been like, hey, my mom yeah. died. That's that's been really hard for me.'" Right. Presumably they talked or emailed or something to set up this meeting. She could mention it. I don't know. This beginning part was was odd because she's salty that he doesn't ask her about it, but she also doesn't tell him. It 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 does make me think a lot about Fifty Shades of Grey, about Mm -hmm. how that opened with her going to meet him in his office. And I just don't understand why we needed the bike accident head popping Starbucks yeah. bathroom <laughs> interlude before that. It's a very just unbelievable weird Yeah, scene. I mean, they could have just been in Starbucks and he spills coffee on her. Yeah, Let's or do they, that one instead. Yeah. Or just like they're at a meeting. I don't know. Like, right. Is any of that necessary? Yeah. She She's desperate for money and goes to this long shot meeting. She's a and... writer and they mm-hmm. do that. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem it was, like I, you need that. I was like, you and right. I really didn't read anything about it. I was like, I'm going in cold. I'm mm-hmm. not going to read anything about it. And I really thought it was going to be like more of a Hillary's horny corner. Like, that. you know, they're going to strike mm-hmm. up something. And then I was I like, know. wait, what? Like, I was like, ooh, I can't wait to get Bobby's reaction on this horny corner. And then I was like, wait, wait a minute. And then she's the just, horniness. This she's just like creepy. talking about like gagging on, you know. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it is kind of like explicit in a weird way, but not sexy. Like, yes. it's, uh-huh. yeah, it's like she talks about sex every other minute, but then yeah. you're just like, ugh, I don't ever want to have sex again. Yeah. Uh, I, I did the audio book because I had to. I had just put this off and put this off, so I had to listen to the whole book in the last two days or so. And so when we park at the office, we park at the hotel down the street, and they valet now. 
And never have I made sure my Bluetooth was not synced. <laughs> yeah, it's a dangerous one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I even low end comments on like I didn't want to read more about like how much sex they had. Like, oh, this is getting mm-hmm. kind of boring now. Yeah. Ugh. I so, get it. It goes in there. Yeah. <laughs> the people that recommended it to me all had a different interpretation of the ending. So, do you think that the manuscript or the autobiography or whatever was real or the letter the autobiography yeah yeah, yeah. But I, I the, also... the whole thing just doesn't make a lot of sense to me as like this is an exercise like no strains credulity that is, yeah that is and it's such an off like oh this one time you weren't paying attention during this dinner and you didn't hear her telling me about this exercise that i was supposed to do and it was mm-hmm. like okay and so you're really going to stick to it that hard I, yeah, you're going to keep it for s- more than six months? Yeah. You, I mean, you're right. not going to do the exercise and show it to your therapist and then shred it? And then burn it yeah. Yeah. forever. So yeah. your like, yeah. children could never... I also, like, the, the only thing about the letter at the end that I was like, okay, was just that Jeremy was more complicit than her autobiography had stated. Because I just felt, right. like, bad vibes from him. Yeah. All Jeremy's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not all Jeremy's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if she was walking around in the middle of the night, she would have taken that away, right? You'd think. Yeah. I would hope so. I also get a little bit of a Jane Eyre vibe. Yeah, that's way mm. too literary of a connection to me. <laughs> Frankly, yeah, don't give it that much credit. But you know, <laughs> I Mr. Rochester was not that good of a person, no. frankly. No. And and Jeremy's not either. I just think that we have such an unreliable narrator because Lowen is so hot for him that she presents a very skewed picture of the person he actually is. Yeah, she's not seeing him clearly. Nope. Well, and he's, it, at the end of the day, she was like, you know, she's taught, like, tearing up this letter, eating it, like, flushing it down the toilet to get rid of it. So Jer- So she's, like, protecting Jeremy from ever well, reading protecting it. herself too oh yeah. no totally but then it's like again no dick is that good why are you doing this i don't yeah. understand like he just seems like he must be super manipulative in a way that i don't really understand but i guess it's there and that's the only thing that is kind of an unanswered thing for me well they do have that encounter with the two ladies in the grocery store mm-hmm. where they're you know practically they're licking like, his mm-hmm. chest and yes mm-hmm. You know, he could have circumvented that interaction if he wanted to, but he chose to uh, par- participate in that. Yeah. It's like, he, again, like he wanted to create another Verity. Like, she's younger. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, she's a writer as well. I don't know. I don't know. Um, very importantly, she's going to love his children. Yes. She states, yep. as she tilts her hips up on the pillow after sex <laughs> so that his semen won't run out of her. Oh, stop! <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell my dad to skip this one. Like, it doesn't <laughs> <do. laughs> I'm and, embarrassed. And the need... question of the week. <laughs> no, we need to rate this book. You oh, know, right. oh, right. You right. have oh, a yeah. custom rating system mm. for need bite book clubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is five the upper mm. level? 
Yeah, how does this scale work? I mean, honestly, I don't know because it wasn't yeah. good. No. Although the people, a lot of people on Goodreads, yeah, like, I can't believe how much. good the reviews are. So many people are. love it. <laughs> I, I think I, it's just because of how how awkwardly graphic it is at times. Like, I think there's people who just enjoyed you that. Like that. That's not fun. I asked. Yeah. Um, I asked my sister Kristen if she had read it because Kristen is by far the most voracious reader I know. Like, she reads, you know, so many books a week and whatever, and she'll read anything. And she said, no, I haven't read it. But Jane, my 19-year-old niche, loved it. And I was like, oh, really? No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I have to think maybe it's in the vein of, like I said, like a V.C. Andrews kind of thing where you're just mm-hmm. like, ooh, this is so spooky and like creepy. I'm kind of into it. I mean, listen, I read Petals on the Wind when I was 13. And I was like, that was the epitome of like... I was like, ooh, is that what sex is like? And now if you read it, you're like, like this is so <laughs> gross. Yeah, so it's like I don't want to give it a good rating because it wasn't a good book. No. But I, I, mean, I don't know. How can you, like, measure it on a regular scale? Um, I'm going to give it two and a half bite marks out of five. Like I fully that, middle yeah. of the road. That's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's what and I get. Buy it a to. new fucking headboard, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> or at least some wood putty, sand it down, restain yeah. it. I mean, yeah. One of those stain markers. Yeah, but then the next time, won't she bite the wood putty off? Well, I hope that they got a new bed. It's something with like- an iron frame. You gotta get rid of the bed that you had sex with your dead ex-wife in, like and murdered you. But it seemed kind of like uh, Lowen like was horny for that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like she she bit in the same place to like. Yeah, it's not enough to have sex with the woman's husband. She has to have sex with the woman's husband in their bed. In their well, because you know that she was masturbating to that. Yeah, autobiography. Uh, Yeah. Well, she basically admitted as much. Right. <laughs> okay, that's the first time I got grossed out during this conversation. Kind <laughs> of read my autobiography. Now. I know. Uh, I'll, I'll do two and a half by Mark. Sure, two and a half out of five. Because yeah, exactly. I was never after the first few chapters. I was, I was in it for the story, even though I, I felt like it was getting increasingly predictable, and then. I waited until the end to figure out what the twist was going to be. Right. And then figured it was something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there it was. It was very twisty. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. I had that going for I it. I would say the letter at the end surprised me a little bit more. The part mm-hmm. where Verity was n- not comatose was not surprising at no. all. No. No. Because mm-hmm. no. they hint at yeah. that yeah. throughout the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. That was foreshadowed like a ton of bricks or yes. a ton of feathers or a ton of something which one's heavier a ton of ex machina yeah that letter just <laughs> comes crashing through the end oh well okay do we recommend that people read this though no i mean i, I think, think if so. you i think if you you know if you like an erotic thriller go crazy well, but who doesn't like an erotic thriller i mean when you put it like that it's a ringing endorsement <laughs> but it's if, not erotic and it doesn't thrill if you no. like the weird problem. erotic thriller that kind of doesn't do either of those things very well <laughs> this is the book for you yeah. if i'm still you wanna... gonna watch the movie oh 100 yes. oh, yeah. watch. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the train wreck aspect of it if yeah. you want a beach read that 
you read and you're like, huh, well, where is this going? <laughs> then sure, yeah. read it. Yeah. And Christy, I'm really glad that you brought this. I don't mean to like shit on the book or anything because it was it was interesting. It was like thought provoking in a lot of interesting ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really got a reaction. Yeah, yeah. I did yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I think learn it was perfect. Lesson. No, I think it was the perfect book for our book club. Yeah, it really, yeah, really it's was. Definitely served our rule. I was explaining in the office today our book club rules of only reading things that have no nutritional content. Yes, and this this, this nailed it. Yeah, yep. it yeah, totally did. perfect. Oh, I don't know. I might have picked up a few tips here. <laughs> <laughs> when just when got a bed. <laughs> when somebody <sighs> says, like, I'm going to fuck your husband tonight, you just pee. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Well, all right. So the question of the week this week. <laughs> have you ever killed your crush's significant other? And if so, how did you do it? Well, it's going to be so, a long episode next week. Yeah, we won't tell the cops, we promise. Yeah, we're not narcs. We're going to flush next week's question of the week Face- answers. Yeah, yeah Facebook's yep. safe, we'll right? We'll chew yeah. on them and swallow them. Well, okay, and fine. throw them up. So maybe we won't uh, have that be the official question of the week. But if you'd like to answer it, you're certainly welcome <laughs> to do that. Please tell us. We want that gossip. Yep. You can use a pseudonym if you would like. Just... Um, call up and uh, leave us that voice memo <laughs> but uh the real question of the week is what should we read next yeah for book club yes. guys yeah. um of the books that we've had so far they have all been wildly different <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so if that doesn't prove we're open to anything i don't know what does we are open to suggestions good bad weirdly disturbing we'll read it absolutely let us know yep yep we're going to be reading an OSHA MSDS manual next month. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, that's too much learning. I Fiction learn. only. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. Should I do Tishy Recommends? Please do. Mm-hmm. All yes. right. Um, this, it goes in conjunction with my Harry Styles, my newly found Harry Styles fandom. <laughs> it's called Every Single Album. It's a podcast. It started with... Um, <laughs> all of Taylor Swift's podcast. I mean, all of Taylor Swift's albums. I know, weird. Um, And it's a ringer podcast. And these two hosts who are like, they are definitely super fans of Taylor Swift, but they kind of discussed her albums and what the influences are. That was last year. And then they did the Adele one, which I don't really care. I like Adele fine, but like, I just, one, she doesn't have enough albums and two, it like, I just didn't care as much. And then they did the one direction uh, so is this one album per episode? Yes. Or? Yes. Okay. Um, and they kind of go through what songs they like, what songs they don't like, what the influences are, what was going on at the time with the person. I They're both really knowledgeable. The guy, Nathan, used to be like the head of Ticketmaster, which like kind of boo, mm. but he has a lot of information and is very knowledgeable on music and like cites the references and everything. Um, Do you have to pay twenty nine ninety five? Yes, downloading yeah, yes, exactly. service fee. Yes, um, but I, I, I it, again, I it's not. It did not make me a super fan of One Direction, but it was like an interesting. I just like the way that they talk. You know, there's sometimes you'll listen to a podcast like last week or a couple weeks ago when I was saying I was very interested in the podcast, and then it was very disappointing. This one is sort of the opposite, where I was like, I'm not really interested in Niall Horan's. Um, solo album but the way that they (laughs) I know (laughs) but the way that they describe it 
I just like their banter and I like their knowledge. So I, if yeah. you're interested, it just is like a fun, they have a good attitude and they have a good, um, I don't know. I, I just, I just enjoy it. It's a nice little companion. Yeah. It's, so. it's not the content per no. se. It's the act of having it that yes. entertains you. Exactly. So every single album, it's a ringer podcast. All right. With that, um, please get involved with our show. Our website is this show has everything.com. Please join our Facebook group. That's where you can answer our question of the week or post whatever fun stuff that you want. Our show Twitter is at Tishi show. You can email us at Tishi show at gmail.com. And you can also send us a voice memo that way by recording it on your phone and emailing it to us. Um, like Ted does. You can fax us at 617-354-8513. Thank you for joining us today. And that was everything about Verity by mm-hmm. Colleen Hoover. Coho. 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 That is absolutely everything that ever needs to be said about that yep, book. As that's far as it. Concerned. <laughs> Until the movie comes out. Yes. Oh, my We're God. I want to know what the casting is. Oh, yes. oh we should cast it. I, you don't think that I'm going to be, I remember after I read the Hunger Games and I was like super obsessed with it, I was like hunting on the like forums, like who, what are the casting, you know, rumors for this? And I'm going to be doing that now. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Come on, Harry. We want to say goodnight to you. Just wants to know that you're well